Hi, this is Regaline Sabat, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Ken Walls. Ken Walls is the founder of Client Solution Innovation. Welcome to the show, Ken. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm excited. You're welcome. It's an honor to have you here today. Now, why don't you start off by telling us about you and where you're from? Well, I'm right now I'm trying to share this out there. I shared <laughs> it. Um, so I'm from um, just I live just north of Columbus, Ohio. So up here in the the, you know, it stays sunny and warm all winter long. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yes, sir. Now, can you tell us more about the pain you experienced as a child? Um, you know, without going into details, I, I, I was raised in a very tumultuous environment, a very poor household and, um, just a lot of, um, a lot of alcohol abuse in the home and, and, um, all of the insanity and, and craziness that, that follows that. And, and, um, and, and got in some trouble. Well, I got in a lot of trouble as a kid. Um, first time I, I was actually um, arrested was uh, at 12 years old because I kicked some holes in drywall and 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 gotten some trouble for that. So, um, but I you know I ended up I ended up you know over time I I think by the time I was probably 12 or 13 I was a full blown alcoholic. Um, I had been court ordered to go to Alcoholics Anonymous at that age. And um, it wasn't until I was 34 years old, so 18 years ago, that I finally surrendered and um, turned it over to God and, and, um, and, and got into recovery. And I've been in recovery, haven't had, by the grace of God, I've not had a drop of alcohol or any kind of mind or mood altering chemicals since that day back in 2002. So, yeah. Wow, that is incredible. Yeah. That is very inspiring. Now, Lori and Doug both say hello. And Doug says, you're a troublemaker. <laughs> Doug, Doug's the troublemaker. <laughs> that is hilarious. Now, Ken, can you tell us more about your free ebook, 100 Life Free Secrets? Yeah, I, um, I, I wrote an ebook. You know, I'm, I'm known, I, I didn't coin myself as this. Um, other people have called me the king of live streaming. I've done over 2,500 live streams and I have done, um, I coach a lot of people on how to build their brand and their business. And thank you, Lori. I appreciate that. Um, but I, I coach a lot of businesses. Doug is a client of mine. Um, his father is the founder of the Little Giant Ladder Company, which I'm sure most people have seen their commercials, their infomercials. They're, they're the third largest ladder company in the world. Um, but anyway, so so I coach a lot of people and teach them how to use social media, how to use live streaming to build their brand and their business and their careers. And and so um, Jeffrey Gittimer's wife's like, you need to do you need to create a course to teach people this. People don't know how to do this. And and so I'm like, OK. And and so I did. And it's really it's it's just exploded. And and so, you know, kind of the introduction to me and the course, I wrote this book, 100 Livestream Secrets and Ideas. Um, it's a free download. They can go to 100livestreamsecrets.com and download it. And, and, you know, it's just the introduction to me. So you can kind of, and it also is an introduction to one of the most popular questions I get is, 
you know, I've done over 2,500 live streams over the last five years. And, and it's like, you know, I have uh, w- one of the biggest questions is how do you come up with so many ideas to go live? How do you come up with all these ideas? And, and I've, and I've had, it's been asked so many times that I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to write a little book. And I think it's, I don't know, 12 or 13 pages long. And what's, what's Doug saying? Ken's and Ken's. Oh yeah. Thanks. Doug dude. Says, yes. Ken's an IT genius. He helps me out so much. The best part of Ken is he's a great man and I'm proud to call him a true friend. I love Thank it. You. And Scott says, Hey Ken. <laughs> Scott Ricard. I call him Scott Ricard. Um, Scott I just Ricard. Sounds, it sounds better saying Ricard. I don't know. Ricard. So, so he's, he's, it, you know, and that's the other thing is I love people and I love to help people. And, and, um, you know, so uh, it's just perfect. I've, I've gone from now, you know, here you are this incredibly beautiful and educated attorney. You've been to college, you have all the the degrees and I'm a high school dropout. (laughs) So I went, I went, and so I'm always intimidated when I get, when, especially when we get to the doctorate level, I start getting a little intimidated, but, but, you know, I, I, in, in high school, I was, uh, again, I was, I was in a, um, it, it was a crazy time growing up for me. And so I, um, I, I, they said, Ken, you didn't get a biology credit in 10th grade. They told me this in 12th grade about halfway through the year or so. And, and I'm like, yeah, I, I, I really, I really hated biology. (laughs) I'm never going to dissect a frog again. What the heck do I need biology for anyway? And they're like, well, because it's required to get a diploma. And I'm like, well, that's a stupid rule too. And so (laughs) I just said, I'm out of here. And I walked out and, and, you know, I, 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 look, if I'm completely real, I, I was, um, for years, many years, I was very, um, insecure about that. Cause I, I didn't go back and get a GED cause I thought that's just an admission of failure and I'm not admitting I failed at that. So I'm, I, I didn't go to college. I did, however, decide at about 20 or 21 years old, um, that I was an idiot and I needed to get educated and, you know, being a a practicing alcoholic, the only thing I could think of is buy books and read them and read a lot and listen to audio tapes, cassette tapes. That's, that's how old I am. And, and until they, until they're worn out and then make sure you make a copy. So when your one wears out, you can, you'll have a backup. So, you know, by the fifth copy, it's like, you know, the Zig Ziglar, poor Zig's voice was destroyed by the fifth copy. But, but anyway, so, you know, I did, I did all of this and I, I really, um, I really, I worked hard and, and I still do. I'm a, I'm probably a workaholic today, but like, you know, I worked very, very hard to educate myself. And I always thought, you know, thoughts originate somewhere like who was the first guy to write a biology book anyway and what made him so smart and and you know i just always thought or who wrote that history book and and where did he get the idea or she where did it come from like 
you know, so I th- I've always thought like, wait a minute, I can figure things out. All I have to do is find a book, get some, get some, some wisdom from someone else by reading a book and then go out and look for myself as well and see like, okay, maybe, maybe your book says this, but maybe somebody else's says this is a better way. So I, I just became obsessed with reading. And um, as a result of that, I mean, in my twenties, I, I, built a company from zero to over $8 million a year. Um, and I ended up drinking all of that away. Um, but I, you know, I, I, which it is, is what it is, but I I ended up drinking all of that away and became homeless. (laughs) So yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, I, yeah, I just went deep. Sorry. That is incredible. And now you're running a successful business. That is amazing. Now, Melanie Ake says, show up to invest in yourself. And by doing that, you will begin to add value to the world in a whole new way. Amen. 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 And says, love people too. You both are great. And Melanie says, very inspiring. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Ken. Now, can you tell us more about your greatest accomplishment in life? My greatest accomplishment in life um, I would have to say at this point, it I, I have had so many amazing blessings in my life. Um, my two daughters, my little girls, my my um, my fourteen-year-old daughter who's gone on forty, and my ten-year-old daughter who's gone on ninety. Um, like I'm there, there, that, that right there being a good father and a good husband are, 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 you know, my two greatest accomplishments, um, probably should put before that though, my relationship with God and my sobriety are incredibly important to me. Um, because without that, I have nothing. And so, you know, I, I, and I know that for a fact, I, I tested those waters because like I got sober, I was homeless living in Seattle, Washington. Um, it's a long story I won't go into, but I slept in my car for quite some time and, and ended up coming back to Ohio, got into a treatment facility, got sober for six months and, um, thought I was cured. Um, so I decided to to have a glass of wine one night at a nice steakhouse. And boy, was that a bad idea because I don't remember that night now. At like it, it, I had one glass of wine and I don't remember the night because I had more and more and more and more. And that went on for another year and a half or so until I finally surrendered. So one of my greatest accomplishments is surrendering to what was going on with me. And that was the, the disease of alcoholism. So, um, that's huge for me. It's very, very big for me. So without that, without sobriety, I have zero chance of anything else. I love it. Now you mentioned God, how important is your relationship with God to you? It's it's the most important thing to me. Um, you know, and, and I, I'm not a, um, I'm not a religious guy. I'm very spiritual. Uh, There's a saying I remember hearing in Alcoholics Anonymous, and that's um, that's religion is for people who are afraid of going to hell and spirituality is for those of us who've been there. And, you know, I've been there. And so I don't I mean, I've read the Bible four times from from Genesis through Revelation. I've 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 studied it. I I know it well. And, And sometimes I think, 
you know, the Bible says the devil knows the word of God well, too. So <laughs> which, which am I? But no, I'm kidding. But like, you know, I, I, I think that for me, you know, about a year into sobriety, somebody said to me, Ken, have you ever meditated? And I'm like, no, what, what do you mean meditate? No, you know, just meditate, get quiet and go inside and talk or listen to God. And, and I was like, I don't think that's of the Bible. That sounds pretty evil and I'm not going to have it. Jesus wouldn't like that. Thank you very much. And, and so, so, but then I, you know, actually it is in the Bible. It says Jesus went to the desert and meditated for 40 days and nights, but, but I, you know, so, so I, I, I decided to start, okay, uh, I'll try this thing. I'll sit in the mornings and I'll be quiet and close my eyes and, and ask a question and then shut up and try to quiet my mind and listen. Because you know, Dr. Wayne Dyer is one of my favorite authors. He, he said that the magic in, in music is the silence between the notes. And that, that the, the magic in life is found in the silence between our thoughts. The problem is, is most people are praying, which is talking to God, right? Giving God orders, telling him how he should be running the our universe and our lives. Hey, God, I, hey, if you could help me out here, I need you to do this for me. And that's how most people pray. Meditation for me is just quieting my, my mind and and listening to god like i i still pray i still thank god i live in a place of of, of gratitude most of the time um but i stop my brain i listen i i look for that space in between my thoughts and and i wait on god to 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 show me the answer so did I did I answer your question? I don't even remember your question now. <laughs> yes, you did. And Doug says, when I get down, Ken is one of the friends that I can call, and he always lifts me up. It's very interesting. Thank you, Doug. Doug's Doug's a great man. He really is a great, great, great man. I love it. Now, Ken, what is the absolute best change that you would love to witness in your lifetime? The the say that again. What is the best change that you wish to see in your lifetime? In what? In this environment, in the world. In the world. Yes. Um, ah, geez. Okay. Can I go on a rant? Yes, sir. <laughs> I, I'm, li I'm likely to go off here. Um, so, so look, I think that, I think that the biggest problem we have in this world is people people walk around and it's not their fault uh, let me let me preface it by saying that people walk around in this life holding the victim card they they're a victim victim of everything and i've been there i'm not judging i've been there but i i i also woke up and you know it, it's it's like um once you wake up and you you actually admit okay you know what i was walking around playing victim for a minute and, and, or maybe my entire life. But once you do that, once you, it's like, it's like we, used, we say in recovery, like, you know, once you become a pickle, there ain't no going back to being a cucumber. Like you're, you're, you're a pickle now. Right. So, so, you know, when it comes to seeing things change, 
I would like to see people drop the victim card and go search for their own internal greatness. God, my buddy, Glenn Morshower, who, if you don't know who he is, he's been an actor for 45 years. He's the dude is amazing. He's been on every show that you can think of pretty much. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I mean, he's, he's on the current TV show, the resident he was on, he played agent Aaron Pierce on the TV show 24 for seven years. He's my best friend in the world. And one of the most spiritually gifted people and connected people that I've ever known in my life. And, and, you know, he says, he says, you know, we, we, we walk around in this world feeling so weak and helpless and victimized and, and all, and, and, and yet we outswam 500 million sperm to be here. Like you won the race. You won the race. Most people, there people will go out and spend hundreds of dollars on lottery tickets because it's at a $160 million. I'm not going to play the lottery at 80 million. It's only when it gets to 160 that I'm going to play because, you know, but the chances of winning the lottery are one in 260 million, one in 260 million. Do you know what the chances are of being actually being born, not just out swimming the sperm, but actually the conception, then the implantation, then the cellular reproduction turning in at the heartbeat at seven weeks and then being born, coming out and actually making it into this world from start to finish is one in 400 trillion one in 400 trillion the day that you're born into this world you won you already won stop being a victim be the champion be the greatness that god created you to be that is what i want to see change in this world i want to see people wake the heck up man life's life is amazing once you wake up but be careful because once you wake up you can't fall back to sleep it ain't gonna happen Amen. Very powerful. I, I love it. Now, Ken, was there a time in your life journey where you experienced an aha moment? <laughs> yes. When the hospital said, hey, here's this baby. Y'all take her on home now. <laughs> I was like, what is wrong with you people? No. Does it have an instruction manual? Like what? You want us to leave with this little human life? Do you know me? Like you don't know me. Like yeah, I had an aha moment then. I was like, you got to be kidding me. I cannot do this. Like, So that was probably one of the biggest aha moments for me. Um, the second biggest aha moment was the moment that I, I, I and it's a long story I won't go into, um, but I, I had meditated this one morning. Um, prayer, I call it prayer and meditation. I prayed and I meditated and, and just got quiet and and, and I went and afterwards got a cup of coffee. Um, I'm, I was single back then. I'm standing in my, my little one bedroom apartment. And I had this, this, just this thought occurred. It's a, it's a long thought. I'm not going to go into the details, but I suddenly realized that everything I had believed about life was a lie. Everything that I thought I knew, and this is at 35, almost 36 years old everything I thought I knew about life suddenly I realized was a lie. And I was like, I, I, I don't, you know, I can't believe that, that, that 
and it just all logically made sense what I, this whole process. So, um, that's when I realized that I had a lot of work to do on me and, and to, to, to start fixing the things that were wrong with me, because do you know who Dr. Joe Dispenza is? Yes, sir. Tell us, so, tell us more about him. What's that? Tell the audience more about that individual. Well, Dr. Joe is um, probably one of the, the leading um, uh, uh, experts in the world, I would say, on, on the way the human, human mind works and consciousness. I had one of his, um, there's a, a neuroscientist named Dr. Jeffrey Fannin that was on my show a couple of days ago. And Dr. Jeffrey Fannin actually traveled all over the world with Dr. Joe. Um, and when Dr. Joe talks about leading neuroscientists, he's talking about Dr. Fannin. So Dr. Fannin emailed me a little bit ago. We've become friends. Great guy. Um, but you know, when, when it's, when it, I, I've always kind of been obsessed with why do I think any particular way? It doesn't matter what it is. Like, why do I think that way? Why does like my buddy Grant Cardone, why does Grant have, a 55, $60 million jet. And I don't <laughs> like what, why, why, why is that? Why does Grant have $500 million in the bank or net worth? And I don't, why, what is the difference? It's got it. It's not because he, I'm actually bigger than he is. So it has nothing to do with size. And, and it's not that he can speak any better than me. And in fact, he talks about his book, his very first book. People are like, saying, Grant, you have all kinds of misspelled words in this book and run on sentences. And he said, I never said it was a best spelling book. It's a best selling book. <laughs> like, right. But why, why? And it, it's gotta be something inside his brain that's functioning on a different level than my brain is. So I've always been obsessed with what is the difference? Why? And, and, and so that's, that's what, what, you know, I, I watch these people like, like Dr. Joe, and I, I know we have 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day, and most of them are negative and the same thoughts we had yesterday. And, and how can I change that? That's what my goal is. I don't even remember your question. I'm so sorry, Gigi. No, your aha moment. You definitely answered it. Okay. Now, tell us more about what gives you happiness in your life. This is going to sound really codependent, um, but what gives me happiness is watching the light come on for my clients. I, I, I love that. I, obviously my, my, my children and my family, but that's, that's cliche. Um, you know, when, when I see, when I see the light bulb come on or I get a, a, a video testimonial from a client or um, I get in, you know, I have a group coaching call here in an hour and, and some change and I get in, I see these people that, you know, they ask questions and then they have that, that their aha moment. Right. And, and that's what I just, I, I love that. And I, you know, it's weird as I'm a high school dropout and I'm a teacher <laughs> and I've written five books now, which is incredible. That is incredible, Ken. You're truly a warrior, my friend. Now, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? Um, meditate. 
I mean, look, I, I know that sounds so simple. Dr. Dyer used to talk, Wayne Dyer would talk about Deepak Chopra being, being his um, mentor. And he would call Deepak and say, Deepak, I, I need to talk. Things are falling apart right now. And Deepak would say, Wayne, meditate. And he would say, but you don't understand. My wife said this or this happened. Or da, 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 da. And he'd say, Wayne, meditate. And then he'd hang up on me. He'd hung up. I, did he just hang up on me? He doesn't understand. It's all falling apart right now. And he's telling me to meditate. What's wrong with this guy? But then he goes, and then I'd always go, okay, fine. I'll go meditate. Because there's in my first book that I wrote called um, Walls of Wisdom, um, Turning Pain into Profit. I, I wrote a chapter in there called Look Inside. And, and it's a little book. It's only 74 pages. Um, but this chapter is, is it tells us, I tell a story. It's an old Hindu story. And, and, and forgive me if this goes against anybody's religion. It's not my story. It's a Hindu story. So I'm just going to repeat it. But, you know, it says that one day the gods all got together and said, hey, you know, we've been given humans this, this free gift forever where they have all the answers to everything that they could ever want. And they're just abusing it by not using it or using it improperly. And so we need to hide it. So one of them said, well, let's hide it at the, the, on the highest mountain in the world. The, and uh, they'll, they'll eventually learn how to climb and find it too easily. Well, the other one said, well, let's hide it in the deepest part of the ocean. And no, they'll learn how to dive down. They'll find it way too easily there. And then the wisest God of them all spoke up finally and said, why don't we hide it deep within the humans themselves? They'll never think to look there. And so it continues today. So one of the, the most important things to me is, you know, my, and as I've already said, is my communication with God and, and, and being able to ask those questions. And, you know, my buddy, Mark Victor Hansen and his wife, which you've heard of him, probably he wrote chicken soup for the soul um, with Jack Canfield. Um, Mark and his wife just wrote a beautiful book and I have it. It's literally right here next to me um, called ask the bridge from your dreams to your destiny, an amazing, amazing book. And, and we forget, you know, we're, we're going around in life. A lot of people are going around and, and they're asking, you know, they're, they're going to call Gigi up Gigi. What do you think about this? And, and Gigi's going to say, Oh, well, you got to do this and this and this. And okay, thanks. And then they call somebody else and they get all these opinions, but they forget to ask God and they forget to ask themselves. And when I say ask yourself, that's asking God and then asking yourself, like, why do I want this? What is it that I want and how can I get there? And then taking that five minutes or 10 minutes or whatever it takes and just getting quiet, just getting quiet, sitting in silence. You don't have to get all Hindu or Buddhist or you don't have to do all just just be quiet and listen to God. Because most of the time, our minds are so busy living on the defense, making up excuses, being a victim, waiting on the, the next. I, this used to be my biggest problem. When's the other shoe going to hit me? I know it's going to fall out of the sky like a freaking meteor. I know it is. And it's going to kill me. And it's going to be the end of everything. <laughs> and instead, you know, like, like, how about we just stop? Cause God didn't bring me this far to let go now. Right. 
So, so if you're st- if you wake up tomorrow morning, you're doing better than a lot of people because a lot of people won't wake up tomorrow morning. And 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 if you wake up tomorrow morning, that means you still have a reason for being here. And it's it's surely it's not just to exist, right? Like just to exist. That doesn't sound fun to me. So I don't know if I answered your question, but learn yes. how to quiet your mind. Very powerful. Ken, thank you so much for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. I truly appreciate you. Now, where can the audience find you? KenWills.com. All of my social media links there, everything's there. Um, you can actually go to that website and click to get the down the free download or the ebook thing, I think, pop up in a in a window thing. And so you can load that for free from there and, and everything. But yeah, Kenwalls.com is that's the place to start for sure. I love it. Ken, again, yeah. thank you so much for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Ken at KenWalls.com. And Ken, my friend, I hope you have a blessed day. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Thank you.